we recognize that innovation takes resilience and courage to stand up for the things that matter. Welcome to Timelines, episode 283 slash Tonic 86 record Saturday live on Blab at 9 a.m. Pacific. In this episode, we have Heather Wild of the Rocketeers, and she's coming to us today from Las Vegas, Nevada. She and her fellow Rocketeers advise entrepreneurs on business strategy, technology, and finance. And also today, Jonathan is going solo while I am on a little break out in Las Vegas. So without further ado, let's get right into this episode with Jonathan and Heather. There is a company that does coaching, mentoring, and training for uh, businesses, uh, big and small. Uh, what's really cool about it is that we come from a coaching perspective. So uh, we really believe that if you help somebody find the information that's within them and, and assist them in that way, rather than going in and doing the work for them, then they will be much better off in the long run. So if, if we come in and we tell you, I mean, we will come in, we'll assess a problem that you might have and uh, say it's WordPress. You're like, oh, well, my site's not working and I really want you to fix this for me. Well, if we fix it for you, then the next time you have that problem, you're going to need to come back to us. But if we come in and we find that you have this, this problem with WordPress, then we're going to be like, okay, well, like, what if you did this? What if you did this? What if you did this? And we'll actually help you find the knowledge within yourself. We'll help you learn how to do this. So the next time you have it, you'll have all those skills to be able to do it. And you'll be super excited about fixing it. So you don't need to come back to us uh, the next time. So that's what we do. Oh, well, that sounds great, Heather. So, you know, I think one of the great things about WordPress is there seems to be a, a strong entrepreneur spirit in the WordPress community. I'd like to point out to our listeners that Heather did a great presentation at uh, Las Vegas uh, WordCamp last year. Um, and that's when I, well, we actually met slightly before that, um, but um, you did a great presentation and it's actually on WordPress TV, isn't it, Heather? It is. Um, so, I um, mean, it's a great presentation, folks. So uh, we'll put the link in for you to go and see that, folks, because um, it's well worth watching. Heather, you know, one of the great things is there seems to be a great entrepreneur community in the WordPress sector. What are some of the things, you know, obviously you've got to have a business idea that's plausible and a business plan, blah, blah, blah. But what are some of the key factors if somebody thinking of doing a plugin, a theme, whatever, in the WordPress world? What are some of the things, any other tips or tricks or things that they should be thinking about which you'd like to point out? Uh, well, wh no matter what it is, the first thing that I always suggest to people is to check out what people need. So, And to do that, you need to just start asking people, what are your problem points? What are your pain points? What are like? What is the issue that you have? And you can do that by going into the WordPress forums, going to WordCamps, checking out online, like even just looking ahead at like the beta versions of WordPress that are coming out and anticipating uh, what may be an issue. But know that most people don't necessarily upgrade. They're not like, especially if they have like a big. Uh, if they're a big company, they're not going to always be upgrading to the latest versions because it's going to be difficult because they have all these plugins. So if you anticipate 
what the problem points are going to be for people. Uh, and then just call them up and ask them, like, are you an e-commerce site? Are you a restaurant? What problems do you see every day? Uh, then you can develop for them. You can create something for them rather than just being like, I know what problem you have. Like you can just like ask people what their problems are and then you can develop. Do some research basically, um, find out if there's, there's a problem. Um, I would, I don't know if you agree with that, Heather, find out pretty quick if they, if they really care about the problem, are they prepared to give you cash for the problem? Would you agree with that? I, like, I always say rather than spending money of your own, on something, get somebody to pay you for for your thing. Like if, if you can find a customer first, then like you can find more than one customer. Right, yeah, words of wisdom. So um, so what do you think of the WordPress uh, ecosystem at the present moment? Do you think there's a lot of possibilities for new companies and opportunities and any specific areas that you've been keeping your eye on that you think there are opportunities in? Always security. Uh, I mean, that, like, I come from a security background, but uh, security is something that you you have to keep ahead of no matter what. Um, Saturday Night Live did, like, an amazing short recently about how Apple is always, like, one, like, half a step ahead of the people that are breaking into the iPhones, and it's great. And, I mean, and that's true about WordPress as well, uh, um, automatic is is like always putting out patches because of anything that people are trying to get into and all of the plugins um, everything out there are always being updated because of security breaches so that is where I see the most opportunity because all of these um, mo- most the majority of WordPress sites are actually e-commerce so if you can protect customer data, then uh, you can get a sale. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, I forgot the name of the product. It's from the same people that do uh, Optin Monster. Um, and they, they've got a new uh, form plugin that's, that, that they're pushing. Um, WP Forms. Yeah, Debbie, thank you, John. That's my um, my today's co-host. That's uh, John Locke's voice there. Um, um, he will be helping me in this podcast. Yeah, WP Form. Um, it's a drag and drop. I was really interested because obviously the guys at Optim Monster really know how to run a successful WordPress plugin, and now it's a proper SaaS product. Yes. But they're they're entering a very competitive sector that's got a very established company, Gravity Forms. What what got any insights about um is there benefits in entering when you got one very well established um leader or do you, does it vary and you just gotta look at the pluses? Oh absolutely. Whenever there's an established leader that means that there's room for competition because whenever you have, if people said, oh, I'm never going to make another computer because IBM has the bag, it has it in the bag, then we wouldn't have Apple or Microsoft or Dell or any of these others. And um, could you imagine like what the world would be like now if everybody just had an IBM computer? I mean, IBM still makes great stuff, but they're not the only ones. 
Yeah, great insight. Thanks, Eva. So you've done your research, you, you've, you've seen that there's a need. You maybe got your first one or two customers. Actually, somebody's giving you some money. That's not a friend or somebody that's taken pity on you. Um, so you've got two people that's giving you cash. Um, what what next, Heather? What are the other steps that you've got to take to make this puppy into a real business? Uh, you, ju- you keep having to sell. So, I mean, make good products and keep selling. And it's, it's, you just can't sit down and be like, yeah, I've got money and now I'm done. No, it's uh, the, the problem that a lot of CEOs run into is they don't realize that, or I mean, any kind of, whether you're a CEO of a large company or just a, a business owner of a restaurant is the entire job is sales. You always have to be getting in more money. So um, it's, it doesn't stop. You get, you get your first customer, and then you continue to get more customers, and that is the job. Right. So, <clears throat> got the insights. Had you know, a lot of people. Um, we'll probably finish at this last question, and then we'll have our first break, Heather. But mm-hmm. uh, um, you know, got the insights how you get to the because everybody talks about getting those first hundred customers, and how brutal it is to get that first hundred. You got any kind of insights or tips, or, or you know, on some ways, um, somebody that's starting a project in the WordPress sit ecosystem can get those first hundred clients ever? Uh, The easiest way is to, uh, well, I mean, you can create the best product in the world, but if nobody knows about it, then uh, you're dead in the water. So what you need to do is know who your customer is and then go to them and then sit on their doorstep and don't leave. I mean, like you must just be there and make them buy it. And you have to give them the most amazing value proposition and just don't go away. Stick to them like glue until they buy it. Uh, so literally stalk them then? Pretty much. I mean, there's, there's, something, <laughs> there's, there's something called the rule of seven where uh, a person has to be there. F- I mean, you, they have to know about you. They have to see your product about a minimum of seven times before you close a sale. And in order to do that, like you have to be in their face about it. So like they, ha- you have to advertise, you have to uh, like talk to them, you have to send them information at least seven times before you're going, they're going to buy. So if, if you're not doing that, then they know who you are. Well, that's great, Heather. So we'll we continue the conversation after our first break. We're going for our first break, folks. Want to turn your WordPress website into an online speed machine? Go on over to WP Tonic. They'll set up DigitalOcean websites hosting on solid state drives. And while you're there, don't forget to sign up for WP Tonic's maintenance packages. WP Tonic offers some of the very best WordPress maintenance packages on the market. So those who are serious about getting the very best platform for their WordPress sites, make sure you go on over to wp-tonic.com. Depends on your level of commitment to the beta testers. So if, if you give to them, then they'll give back to you. And um, I've had great experience with um, uh, holding bug bounties. Um, if, if, uh, and you can do that in, in multiple places. Uh, so if you, if you just search the web for the term bug bounty, you'll find some great places to find beta testers. Oh, I love the name, Heather. Who thinks of these names? 
this is what I want to know, Emma. But yeah, uh, I mean, look, look for security researchers because they'll they'll be great testers for your products. Oh yeah, that's true. That's great. Um, so the value proposition. Um, the elephant. The elephant I was going to ask you that I've observed from my own product is when actually people are really using it, they really begin to like it. But um, I wouldn't say it's a, it, that hard to use, but I would say that because I've been using it a lot myself. Um, but it's getting them to start using it. Do you think most software startups getting they've got to have a lot of hand-holding and a lot of encouragement because there's going to be an initial resistance from their users to actually use the software? Or is that a sign that the need isn't as strong as they thought? Uh, it could be that. Um, it could also be a, a sign of uh, poorly designed user experience. Um, so one of the things that uh, Steve Jobs used to say is that you, like, the sign of a good UI is that you can hand something to a three-year-old and that didn't speak the language of the product and they would intuitively know what to do with it. And if you can't do that with your product, like if you can't just hand it to someone and they just know what to do, then you need to keep iterating until they can. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, you, you know, you, it's, you've got to... It's like anything, isn't it? It takes a lot of work to simplify things. Yeah. It's quite easy to make things as more and more complicated, isn't it? Um, so what about WordPress? As a, uh, you know, we've got the Restless API. Um, we've got the look that it's going to be easier to build mobile applications. As a, as a, a framework the actual dashboard and, you know, changing it, but keeping some of the fundamentals. Do you think WordPress has the possibility of a reasonable starting framework to build a SaaS, or do you think it's got some inherent problems? Oh, WordPress is, is wonderful. There's so many things you can do with it. Um, and uh, anything that you can build on a REST API is, is great. I mean, I, I've... I've built so many like great, easy products with that. Um, you, yeah, I mean, there's, there's so many great products that have been built on WordPress that you wouldn't even know are WordPress. Uh, so there's just, it, it's, the possibilities are endless. Has you got any kind of examples that come to mind that you think are really good? I could say, but I know that these companies don't want you to know they're built on WordPress. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> I won't push the point. So I, I think we're going to go on to our success principles section of the show, and um, my um, co-host for the day, John Locke, is going to take over that, and John's going to ask Heather some basic success principles, folks. On, on you go, John. <clears throat> okay, Heather. Um as Jonathan said, this is the part of the show where Bill usually asks people their success principles. What what are your principles of success? One of the things that, that we really care about at my company and that we help teams to do is to come up with um, their core values. If, if you as a company have core values, then you know inherently how to come in how to live, you, how to design everything that you do, 
how uh, how to speak, how to act, how to work as a team. And um, so, so the success principles that I live by as a rocketeer, um, when, whether I'm speaking, whether I'm working, are um, uh, bold, inspire, love, and truth. And by that, we mean um, bold. We recognize that innovation takes resilience and courage to stand up for the things that matter. Inspire means we strive to cultivate a positive, focused environment that empowers others to unlock their brilliance. Love is we approach new ideas with a playful, explorative attitude and treat everyone with kindness and respect. And truth is we strive to maintain authenticity and give an honest and full portrayal of reality. So with those four guiding principles, I do everything with, through my company. So if I'm speaking, if I'm giving a workshop, if I'm writing a piece of code, if I'm designing something like for someone, I, I have all of those things uh, in my mind at all times. Those are really rock solid principles and I don't think you can go wrong with those. So is that all four, Heather? Or you got anything? So when it comes to um, actually getting stuff done, do you? If there's any kind of pattern in in your business week, you know, do you have a pattern about getting stuff done, or do you just play it, you know, each day as it comes? So I always have, um, like, I, I, I basically show up to whatever's on my calendar. And I, I let other people, like, I, I'm not the only one that's in control of my calendar. I let people schedule things for me. Um, and that's, like, so I do, like, I, as I, I show up as it comes. Like, I, I, wherever the wind takes me, I'm there. So you, um, how does the company basically, because you've you got some other rocketeers as well. I do love the name, Heather. So um, can you say about your other colleagues and how you split, you know, your duties in the company? So I'm the CTO. So like uh, anything techie comes to me. Uh, we have our, our CEO. He does strategy. Uh, I mean, well, he, he's been the CEO. We have our CMO, who's our chief marketing officer. She's done, like, she's got a history in marketing. Um, and our CFO has had a history in finance. And uh, we have other people that, that are below us, not the C-level. But um, all of us are trained as coaches, as well as our as having our history in business. But the, the four of us, we just do our, like, we, we have, like, we split things based on... Um, what our own backgrounds are, as well as like, if it's a coaching thing, then all of us could take it. So if, if somebody specifically requests one of our backgrounds, then we can go there. It's like we're going to go to our next break, Heather. And when we come back, we're going to ask, you know, how people can get hold of you and you've got anything coming up that you like to publicize. So we're going for our next break, folks. Back soon. Buying or selling a home in the greater Reno-Tahoe area? I know the best CRS real estate broker, and that's Karen Conrad. And you can find her at karenconrad.com or call directly at 775-527-7021. Well, we're back, folks. And um, 
So, Heather, how can people um, get hold of you? And um, have you got anything that's coming up that's re really rocketeerish-ship? Like? Oh, well, um, I'm I'm very accessible, again, because, like, like I said, I let other people control my calendar. Um, I am going to be at Cotapalooza in uh, Louisville, Kentucky at the uh, end of the month. And then I'm also going to be in, I'm going to be giving a TED Talk at UNLV on April 8th, which is very exciting. It's the second time I'll be doing a TED event. And uh, I'll be in Manchester, uh, England uh, at... Uh, speaking with Steve Wozniak, among other people, uh, in, at Business Rocks at the end of April. Uh, so that's going to be really cool. So um, I'm just all over the place. It's it's pretty neat. So what's the best way to get in touch with you? Uh, you can um, contact any of the Rocketeers at hi at rocketeer.com. Um, you can reach me on uh, on Twitter or uh or LinkedIn or wherever at um, Heatheriel, H-E-A-T-H-R-I-E-L on Twitter. I'm available on LinkedIn at Heather Wild, all one word. Um, and Facebook, HR Wild. Yeah, you're right. They can get a hold of you in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, the first conference, what was it called again? It had a delicious name. Coda Palooza. Coda Palooza. What's, what's that about, Heather? So that's actually a developer conference in Louisiana, in uh, Louisville. Oh, actually, it's in Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville, Kentucky. Um, oh. And it's, it's like a week long. It's a great conference. The people that are running it are amazing. We're doing a conference with the same people, uh, the Kansas City Developer Conference in Kansas City in June, I believe. And what what is the is I'm lost for words actually, but it will come back. Um, what is the main focus of this conference? So uh, it, that one is on um, design programming. Uh, I think .NET and and stuff like. I mean, so all sorts. Well, it of did it did sound good, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh no, no, no! I mean, so it's it's all about design. So I'm actually speak like what I'm doing there is a workshop on. Uh, I'm doing a workshop on leadership for the non-manager yep. and, and uh, also on, um, I think I'm also doing a resume workshop for people um, to help them uh, advance in their careers. Because like a lot of people with, a lot of people that are engineers and introverts don't quite know how to portray their skills to get manager positions like they they don't know how to come across if if you're if you're an engineer you know how to write an engineering resume but you don't necessarily know how to get like a team lead kind of position so so you just get stuck in the engineering role when you really want to be a lead so um to finish off um our podcast section of the show where we were going for folks on the youtube section but so stay with us or we'll go to the youtube channel or the website um but to finish on the podcast section um you know something i've been thinking about if you're in a startup do you think it's really my own kind of diverse thoughts about this but do you think it still benefits to go to a city that has a strong startup culture like denver the bay area maybe boston on the east coast if you're really serious about a startup and getting the right advice and that do you think you're still strongly advised to go to one of these strong kind of 
startup culture centers, as I would put it? It depends on what you're looking for. Trying to get investment money. A lot of the angel investors happen to be in those cities. If you are looking for mentorship, you you found me on the internet. We we were not in. Oh, person. that that was the hand of God. Actually, <laughs> that was the hand. That was even. That was like Carl Jung would say. That that wasn't um, by accident, was it? Well, no, it was serendipitous, and and that was. But as I said, I'm accessible, and I am. Uh, and and there are many people around the world like me. So it, there are there are great places to find people. If you're looking for advice, uh, you don't need to be in a place that is like Silicon Valley or I mean, one of the reasons that I love going to places like Kansas City and Louisville, Kentucky, is because these are not Denver, but they have great mentorship. They have great people that want to help each other. So if you just look around the town that you're in, you're going to find people that want to help you. And if you just look online, you're going to find that as well. Well, I think also, I think they kind of wrap up, you know, also notice in the WordPress community that a lot of startups, you know, Pippin Williams, and I spoke to um, Shane from Fry Themes, which are a distributed company based out outside the US. Um, he's in Thailand at the present moment, but he's chief technology officer. He's based in the UK. I've spoken to other entrepreneurs in the WordPress community that have distributed companies on the show. Um, so they go for a very fragmented fragmented probably isn't the right word but a distributed non they are not based in one of these um um seen as centers entrepreneur centers but they are mostly bootstrapped companies so i i would agree with the point you're making um it seems that you need to go probably to the centers if you're looking for uh a large amount of finance or is that changing a little bit is it is the access to money even if you don't go to these eased up a little bit or is it still as difficult or, or has it got harder do you think it's actually harder to find capital for anyone you're more likely to find money um it's easier to find money through crowdfunding <laughs> than it is from a vc and crowdfunding is extremely distributed. So like you could do this from your bedroom more easily than you could by going to Silicon Valley now. That was my own views. Well, Heather, thanks for uh, a great podcast. I think we covered some some interesting things and we will be going on to the YouTube sections and discussing some more about startups, WordPress and how you can make a load of money, folks. (laughs) So, So keep with us. It's a quick reminder. Remember, go on over to wp-tonic.com and timelinesofsuccess.com for the rest of the show, which is going to be on Blab and YouTube. We want to thank you for tuning in. I also want to thank Jonathan for going solo today. He did a great job while I was on a short little R&R down in Las Vegas. Well, till next week, take care and remember to tune in on Timelines of Success 
mail-right.com and WP Tonic, as well as Politics of Success for our shows that are seven days a week.